Moonlight penetrated the branches of the old cypress trees that sprouted from the swamp. The black water was still and reflected the night sky. Cicadas buzzed and frogs croaked. A hot breeze blew the dangling strands of Spanish moss that hung from branches. They wiggled like fingers and moved shadows in the dark, breathing life into monsters that didn't exist and concealing the ones that did. Sharon's bare feet smacked against the thick Louisiana mud on her serpentine sprint through the swamp. She swatted the Spanish moss dangling from the branches, catching on her hair and arms, tickling her body with scratchy fibers. Her wet, soiled tank top clung to her body, like a second skin, and her jeans with the holes in the knees were heavy with water. The skin around her eyes twitched as she stole a glance behind her on the run, the shadowed figure still in pursuit, and she tripped over an unearthed root. She thrust out her hands to help break the fall, but the deep mud swallowed them whole, slapping her face and chest against the muck. Sharon struggled to lift herself out of the earth, sucking her deeper into the ground. Her hands and knees slid awkwardly in the mud that kept her on all fours, desperately clawing, driving forward. She blinked and wiped away the mask of crud from her eyes, tasting the gritty flecks of Cajun sludge on her lips. I think I see something over there. The voice was distant, but growing closer. Desperation and the instinct of survival propelled Sharon to her feet. Slabs of mud fell from her stomach, legs, and arms, and then plunked to the ground. The quicksand-like mud eventually gave way to water that rose to her ankles, and with each noisy splash, she gave away her position to the crazies chasing her. A cramp bit at her left hamstring, and Sharon slowed to a hobbled limp. Her lungs burned and her chest tightened as she waded into the warm, waist-high water, the mud dissolving into the black water. She ducked behind a tree praying that the ripples from her wake calmed before the men saw. Sharon shivered and hugged her stomach. An adrenaline-laced fear gnawed at her innards. She pictured the bodies back at the house, her family torn apart by that, that, thing. She couldn't rid herself of that rattling noise, those bones, the screams. She saw the teeth, claws, and black eyes. How could it even see with eyes so black? Part of her believed that it wasn't real. It couldn't be. But the proof was in the fresh blood oozing from the bite marks on her arms. Feet splashed quickly in the shallow water, then slowed and transformed into a heavy swoosh as the legs submerged deeper into the swamp. The movement sent ripples around the tree where Sharon squatted. She covered her mouth and passed silent breaths through her nose, which filled her nostrils with the hot stink of the swamp. The swooshing ended, and the water grew still. It's no use, sweetheart. It's either death by a bullet or claws. I would think a bullet is kinder. The voice was thick with a Louisiana drawl. What had been charming southern flattery when she arrived to the town was now evil and ominous. You don't have nowhere else to go, darling. More water rippled to her left, and Sharon shivered in the dark, covered in blood and mud, and stinking of a young woman fearful of death's open, waiting arms. Tears squeezed through the corners of her eyes and trickled down her cheeks. She slowly submerged herself deeper until the water reached her upper lip. A knee appeared to her left, along with the end of a rifle, 
and Sharon shut her eyes tighter, her head and neck vibrating from the effort it took to remain still. The man took another step forward, and ripples from the movement sent water up her nose. Fine, he said, exasperated. Have it your way, bitch. Water swooshed again, the noise drifting away from her, then grew into softer, fading splashes. Sharon kept herself curled in a tight ball, waiting for the monsters to return, but their voices and splashes were replaced by the steady buzz of cicadas. Slowly, and keeping low in the water, she crept toward the left of the tree trunk, her fingernails clawing rough bark. She craned her neck around the side and saw nothing but still black water, trees, and moonlight. <laughs>